Hi, you guys. It's Liz Ryan, and this is episode five of the Truth About Work podcast. We're here talking about work in the 21st century, how to get a job, how to deal with a job, how to think about your career, how to brand yourself, how to deal with and handle and overcome situations that come up at work and on the job search, all of that stuff from the minute to the philosophical. That's what we're talking about. I'm Liz Ryan. I'm CEO and founder of Human Workplace, which is a publishing firm and a global movement to reinvent work for people, to bring the life and spark and art and joy of life into work where it's always belonged, but sometimes I have a hard time shoehorning itself in there. We call out practices that need to disappear, hiring and leadership, so-called leadership practices, and we celebrate you know, what's possible when work is just softened enough to be human and warm and inviting as it should be. And by the way, you know, for the corporate folks listening to this and saying, I don't know if that would ever fly in my organization, I hear you because I fought that fight for a long time, did a lot of internal selling and evangelizing. But here's the thing, the more human work is, you know, the better it is for everybody, customers, shareholders, it's more profitable. So here's the question from Jay. And Jay says, hi, Liz. I seem to be on a streak of bad interviews lately. Within the first few minutes, it's clear the position, manager, etc., isn't a good fit. How rude is it to just end the interview and spare myself the stress of continuing? And how should I end it? <laughs> Jay, this is really the quintessential question, right? For job seekers in 2019 and beyond, because... I don't know about you, but I grew up with the idea you never leave a job interview. That's not your place. You sit there. They're interviewing you. Yeah, well, they are interviewing me, and I am also interviewing them. So, Jay, your question comes at the perfect time, because this is exactly what we need to be talking about nowadays. Why would you stay? Why would you stay? Now, here's, here's what happens when I raise this topic on our blog, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. People say, well, you don't want to burn bridges. You don't want to burn bridges. Well, listen, you are not going to get through this life singing your song, bringing out your message, your passion, your energy, being who you are without burning some bridges, number one. Some bridges desperately need to be burned, but also... Why would it be burning a bridge to politely get up and leave a job interview that isn't serving you? You would say, here's how you do it. So the answer is yes, you can, of course, leave a job interview. I tend to think of leaving a job interview when you're being actively insulted, which sadly does happen, or abused or left to sit in a windowless conference room for 40 minutes. You know, this is stuff that happens on the job search trail, but you're suggesting it's just not a fit. I'm wasting my time and I've got places to go and people to see today. So yeah, how do you get up? Here's what you do. You let the interviewer finish whatever they're saying. Could easily be a question. A lot of interviewers, that's how they do an interview. It's just straight up questions from beginning to end. So they're asking you a question and you're sitting there thinking, no, in hell I would take this job. I, I wouldn't take this job. I wouldn't work in this place. It's, this is pointless. I have laundry to do. I have stuff I got I to gotta see about. This is not a good use of my time. 
So you're not going to say any of that, but what you're going to say is that the interviewer is going to finish talking and saying, so what do you consider your three greatest faults? And you say, oh my goodness, you know, thank you so much for your time today. It's obvious it's not a great fit. So I'm just going to be going. I'll leave you to your, I'm sure, very busy day. I want to thank you so much for your time. And uh, I wish all the best to you and your team. Now, as you're saying this, you're rising from your chair, gathering your things, and extending your dominant hand for a handshake. The combination of you shifting the frame, you're not going to answer the idiotic question, you're rising, you're very uh, uh, polite about it, you're using your good manners, you're gathering your things, you are now taking control of the interview just long enough to say, I'm out of here. And you extend your hand for a shake. And almost every human being on earth is programmed they're going to extend their hand to and they're going to shake your hand and they're going to say, oh, 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 okay. And you're going to go. And I'll tell you something else about this. This is why, you guys, you got to pay attention when you come in from the lobby. If you're following somebody, pay attention to the twists and turns because you might need to make an escape. Literally, pay attention where they take you. Don't just get chit, 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 chat. Your directions were great and blah, blah, blah. What a beautiful sunny day it is. Pay attention, a left and a right and a left. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. Because if you come out of that conference room and you're lost in a sea of cubes and you don't know where you're going, now you have to go up to somebody and say, how do I get out of the building? Which is kind of weird, right? So pay attention when you're entering, how do I get out? But yes, of course, Jay, you can always leave a job interview. You are not being paid for your time. Your time is valuable. And this is a way to reclaim a little bit of your flame and say, yeah, no, it's dumb. I don't need to be there. There's no need to convey anything negative. It's just, I'm sure you all uh, folks interviewing me today have better things to do with your time. So thank you for that question. And by the way, Jay sent that question to us at support at humanworkplace.com by email. You can do the exact same thing. Or you can leave me a voicemail message at this number, 720-316-9603. And I'll play your question here on the Truth About Work podcast and answer it. So that's two ways to get a hold of us and get help with whatever is on your mind, job search and career-wise. All right, another question. Liz, what do I do if I hate my job after eight months, a short time, relatively speaking? I want a job hunt and I know I'm employable. I know I'm employable because I regularly hear from recruiters third-party recruiters who contact me and say, hey, I might have a job for you. So if I respond to some of these recruiters and say, okay, I'm game. Let's hear about the opportunity. How do I explain to employers why I'm ready to leave a job after such a short time, only eight months? That's a great question. This is another 21st century career question because back in the day, you know, it wasn't as much of an issue hating a job and having to leave after eight months. We would pretty much be happy to stay two, three, five years, keep that paycheck coming, right? And get some continuity, long-term roles on the resume. Now, uh, if it's if it's you're beating your head against the wall at work, if it's an abusive environment, it's just not happening. Your time and energy and talents are the only things you get to invest. 
in your own career and your own resume and your brand. So if, if, if you know, they say bloom where you're planted, yeah, well, you got to find that fertile soil. And if you're not in it now, absolutely, you wake up from your stupor and you say, why am I doing this? I don't know if I can maintain here. Certainly not another couple of years, but why would I even stay another four months to make that one year mark if somebody has a better opportunity for me? So here's what I want to say about this. Yes, of course, you can leave a job after eight months or six months or whatever duration. The question comes in, as you point out, what do I say to employers when they ask me, why are you leaving a job so soon? It's only been eight months. Well, here's the thing though. They empowered some recruiter to go out and find them candidates for this job and their recruiter found you and their recruiter acting as their agent found you and found you suitable for an opening, a job opening in their company. So you have nothing to apologize for. You were living your life harming no one. And they came out of the ether and contacted you. And that is the mindset I want you guys to carry with you into your job search. When somebody invites you for an interview, you have already passed that test. Now, it's very easy sitting there in the interview room to feel like a kid again and feel like you're in an oral exam and you have to have the right answer. So when the interviewer says, well, you've only been at your job for eight months. Why are you thinking about leaving so soon? I don't want you to go into apologetic mode and have to dance and prance around the fact it's an abusive environment or your boss is clueless or whatever. That's none of their business. It's not even relevant. The point is that the company had an opening. They designated, deputized a recruiter to act on their behalf. Recruiter found you. Recruiter sent the resume to them. They liked your resume enough to bring you in knowing it's playing out on the front of the resume that you've been in your job eight months. Why are you asking me? Understand? It's a difference in mindset. You are not a supplicant. You're not crawling to the foot of the throne, right? So a breezy, you know, non-defensive way to answer that question. Well, I see you've only been in your job for eight months. Why? Such a short duration is, oh, well, you know, I don't know that I would have um, been job hunting, but for the fact that your recruiter contacted me, this opportunity sounded like something I wouldn't want to pass up. And I'll tell you what, you've got a great recruiter there, really good salesman, because <laughs> he got me here. So let's talk about the job. Do you see what I'm saying? We've been brainwashed, you guys. We've been brainwashed since we were little kids that as a job seeker, you are the one who has to grovel and beg for the job. Twist yourself into pretzel shapes to impress them. No, you guys called me. You're actually using my time right now, okay? On this interview, I'm not getting paid, right? You contacted me and said you might have something that might interest me. Let's hear about it. Right? I'm giving you subtext. These are not the actual words that I want you to use in the interview, but I want you to get the mindset because the mindset is everything. What I teach you guys is methodology wrapped in mojo. It's wrapped in an attitude that you are valuable and you have something great to bring to employers and the ones who don't see it, God bless them. They're welcome to live a long and happy life without you. You have no one to impress. You have no one to please. Only the people who get you deserve you. All right, that's the end of that topic. <laughs>
Ah, we need to talk about one more thing, you guys. Episode five today, because this came up yesterday on Twitter. You want to follow us on Twitter and join the conversation? It's at Human Workplace. Couldn't be easier. Here's the thing. Somebody wrote and said, I'm a manager and we are going to be doing layoffs in my company. I didn't have confidence in this leadership team in any case, but I super don't have confidence in them now because I got called into a meeting and told in very fuzzy terms, we're going to be cutting back on staff. I need to be looking at my staff. I need to be thinking about who I could live without that whole deal. And I should expect to be laying some folks off this summer. Well, the manager says, you know, I don't have confidence in these guys in any case. I don't have confidence in them to handle this this process appropriately. I'm not sure it's even warranted. I would be running the business differently, but it's not my say-so. I am a middle manager, and I've been told to get ready to get rid of people, so I'm going to start job hunting. Do the prudent thing. Get out of here before this becomes an issue. But my question for you, Liz, is ethical question. What, if anything, do I say to my staff? What do I say on the last day or before I leave? Do I drop hints? What am I saying? Because I feel that if I bail and I don't say a word and it's like, hey, I'm going to save my own ass and you guys are on your own, that's irresponsible. I hired these guys. I trust them. They trust me. And uh, I wouldn't do that. But I just want to get some guidance. So I put out a survey, a poll on Twitter this morning. And as of the last time I checked it, a few minutes ago, 85% of our respondents said, you got to say something. And this is fascinating because the whole, um, the whole mantra has been for managers that, you know, managers have been promoted because they can put the company's interests ahead of their own or the interests of other people, most specifically, including employees, of course. There was just an article in some anchor somewhere somebody sent me vile just gross some article about when you're a manager you know it's the tug of war between the company and the employees is that you know the company wins and they literally used a similar example where if you knew there were going to be layoffs but it was in the company's best interest to keep people on board then you don't say anything because you were no that is nowhere spelled out i say that if people want to hold you to something especially something so grave to your own personal morals and ethics as lying to folks who, who rely on you for information, lying by omission or commission. If, if, if somebody wants you to do that, they can dang well articulate it. They can say, we want you to mislead the employees or withhold information from the employees, and that's part of your job. And if they don't have the whatever body parts to, to say that, to, to spell it out and tell you what they expect, then you are not under any obligation because ethics, you guys, is personal. There's no such thing as business ethics. The only reason we talk about business ethics is because we grew up with the notion that business is not ethical and we have to insert some of the ethics from regular human life into it. That's crazy. The ethics from human life are the only ones. They're the only ones. We don't make excuses. Well, it's just business. No, no. Okay. It's your ethics. You carry that around with you and nobody has the power to tell you to do something unethical if you don't want to. Right. And that's why this manager is getting ready to leave, but we're still left with the question. Should you say something? I think you should definitely say something. I don't think you should say, Hey, you guys, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but we're going to be having layoffs. So you might want to get your resume out there. But I think you say, 
they're going to ask, why are you leaving? Because you're going to give notice when you get ready to leave the job. And you say, you know what? It's just the right thing for me. And several people are going to make time with you. They're going to come in your office one-on-one, sit down and say, hey, you know, Rebecca, Charlie, whatever. Um, not that it's any of my business, but you were gung-ho and we were doing all this stuff and now you're leaving. Like, is there anything I should know? And you're going to say, hey, use your good judgment, man. You know, my sister. Um, I feel like the direction the company's going, it's best for me to hit the road and you got to do what you feel is best, but I am at your service to help you with any career plans that you have, whether they're here or somewhere else. Hint, hint, <laughs> right? Right? I think you have to feel good when your head hits the pillow at night. That's the thing. And if somebody says, are you saying, you know, maybe I should job hunt? And you say, I think everybody should be out there. They should be aware of what's happening in the talent market. I'd be so happy to help you with your resume if that'd be useful. Right? You're not paid enough. Nobody is paid enough to to, to just drop their, their ethical standards. That's not in any job description, nor could it ever be. And we have to tell the truth about that. So anyway, you guys, keep growing your flame. I'm Liz Ryan. This is the Truth About Work podcast. Have an awesome day.